following message is the word of God from Abiyokuta Believers Meeting, Latter Rains. Be blessed. Hallelujah. Matthew 14, we are going to pray. And I really want us to pray. Matthew 14, 27 to 33. Matthew 14. Matthew 14, 27, verse 27. But before we read verse 27, I want you to read verse 22. The story where Jesus walked on water. And straight away, Jesus constrained his disciples to get into a ship. In other words, the story started from when Jesus seemingly forced and pushed his disciples to enter into a ship and travel. It shows us from that verse, having the privilege of hindsight, that Jesus already had a plan. Because if you saw him the way he was constraining them to get into a ship, you will wonder why they didn't wait with him to travel with him as a normal PA should do. But this time around, he was the one forging them to go ahead of him. Meant he wanted to do something. The walking on water did not appear to me as a situational issue. From that verse, it looked to me that Jesus planned it from the first hour. That you go ahead. I'm sure when the Bible says constrained, constrained meant that they may not even have wanted to go without him. But he was the one that kept saying, go, go, go. I imagine Peter would have said, ah, oh God, even if everybody forsake you, I will not leave you to say go. Peter is the one, when they want to wash everybody's feet, he said, no, not my feet. He's the one that's always having a problem. They said, go, and he went. All the 12 disciples went. I imagined what they were thinking. How will Jesus, no, you two think about it. How will Jesus join us? I'm sure they were thinking. But Jesus had a plan. There was no way in the whole of history, we will ever know and walk on water if he did not send them ahead of him. In other words, he looked to me that this drama was a planned drama. He looked to me that this drama that Jesus did, he staged it. And he put them in front and when he was finished with the Father, he demonstrated something to them. You know, the way you look at it, as if Jesus was walking as if they did not see him. But he knew they would see him. And he was waiting for a reaction. So he walked on the water the first time in history. If not for that verse, if not for that story, we would not have known that it's possible for a human being to walk on water. And this is not spiritual water. This is the same water. Water, you know, sorry, uh, don't laugh. Water is water. <laughs> <I know. laughs> we 
his water, his water. And he was walking on the same water, same water as Odogun. He was walking on the same water. And he was not just walking. Listen to me. Jesus could have walked on water alone. Jesus could have walked on water when nobody was there. I put it to you. Jesus deliberately walked on water so that his disciples can see. What was he saying? Later on in the Bible, we understand in John chapter 14, he said that he that believeth in me, the works that I do, he shall do, in fact, greater works shall he do. But he already told us that the son can do nothing except what he sees. So Jesus knew it was his responsibility in what he wants to bring you into to give you an opportunity to see it. Excuse me. I told somebody Recently, all the cars I bought in my life, they are either American used, London used, I've even bought Nigerian used. <laughs> but somehow, when I stepped into this year, you know, God made sure that my car prepared me around that January. Seriously. I wanted to go to Wabeg, the car said no. I suffered with that car. Then I looked to the Lord. And the only thing that appealed to me now was a car that I would tear the line on. But listen to me. You don't say, you don't shout. I need to see it. Thomas said, except I see. Jesus came back. Because he knew his request was valid. You can enter into things that you see faster than you can enter into things that you hear. So it is the covenant responsibility of Jesus to arrange a film of what he wants you to step into before you. So Jesus was doing practical drama and he was trying to appeal to their senses. You too can do this. He wasn't saying it, but he was acting it. He wasn't saying it, but out of all the twelve, there was only one that got that message. Peter looked and he was saying, this man that is walking on water is trying to say something. He could have walked on water without us. Why is he walking on water in front of us? Water is very large. Joe. You can walk on water and nobody will see you. Do you understand what I'm Oh, sorry. Praise God. Hallelujah. But why? Jesus did not come to the ship. He was walking on water beside the ship. What was Jesus trying to say? If any man wills, 
let him come. But he wasn't saying it. He was doing it. And Peter looked at him. I don't know where that guy got that construction. Because it is not a normal construction. He said, Lord! I know it is, it is you, but I am not sure again it is you. You see? <laughs> oh my God. You know what I'm talking about here? I, there, is a, there are dimensions you will see God. You know God is God, but in that dimension you are not sure again. So, he said, if it is you, only one question, one matter, bid me to come. What's the meaning of that? Even, even that statement, me, I won't say it. Because even if you ask, come where? What do I want to come for? What, what do I want to achieve? You know, it's not as if my grandmother is dying in the water or there's something. So, if what am I coming for? It's okay that you are coming and I am here. But if Peter said, if it is you, there may be no there may be no tangible reason for doing for, for, for this, but let me also demonstrate what you are demonstrating. Aha! I thought Jesus will need to create an anointing service. You see, we are going to pray. Oh, this one is prayer point. Jesus will need to create an anointing service for Peter to be able to walk on water. You know, I thought, otherwise you will need to give him at least a 15-minute exhortation on the spiritual thermodynamics that can make your leg to stand on. Jesus said was come. I want to say that again. Oh, Jesus said. Whether he committed a sin in the morning or in the afternoon. Whether he finished fighting with John or James took, a, took away his slippers. Oh, Jesus Whether he was holy, as holy at that moment or not. Whether he was sinless at that moment or not. I don't know what's in your Bible. Oh, Jesus said, come. And Peter did not think. Peter did not think. I thought Peter walked on water. But I discovered Peter walked on calm. The only 
his mind was that why did you display this thing in front of me? If not that you are trying to tell me I can't do it. He did not even look at the water. Because if he looked at the water, this is how he will have landed. <laughs> have you ever thought about how Peter came? Is that how they just come? If you want to step into water and you think, even if it is Jesus, one leg first. Listen to me. This guy didn't think whether I went to Bible school or I didn't go to Bible school. Whether I had the, emo- the emotional requirement or the spiritual knowledge, it wasn't the issue. Whether I am a popular man of God or I'm not a popular man of God is not the issue. He that said unto me, Come! He jumped on come and he came. Listen to me. When God does things in front of you, he's talking to you. Let me tell you something. You may never open the eyes of the blind with your faith. If God wants to bring you to that level, he takes you to a meeting where it happens. He makes you read a book where somebody said, it happened to me. There's something about seeing and doing. The Bible says the son can do nothing except what he sees. So if you are in this meeting, you were here yesterday, what should be going in your mind? I can't do this. They didn't write this thing to Joshua Selman's name in the book of Genesis. His name is not there. Some of us, our name is even in the Bible. Selman is not there. Maybe Joshua. You understand what I'm talking about here? You understand what I'm talking about here? What should be going on in your heart? I'm talking to ministers in the house. I'm talking to people that God is inviting I can't do this. Why is it when you are there that some special dimensions of miracles and the miraculous are happening? God is talking to you. If you can see it, you can have it. If you can see it, you can do it. Are you a music minister here and you saw Nathaniel Bassi singing? And you saw the grace of God coming down from heaven and people lying flat on the face. If it is you, bid me come. If it is you, the things of the spirit can be replicated. That's the difference between it and magic. It has codes and principles. It is not magical. It's not luck. If you know how they cook it, you will get the same flavor. 
when you apply the ingredients as you are supposed to apply it, there is no magic in this thing. The Bible says he left us an example that we should follow in his steps. So I found out. Jesus said, rise up and walk. Peter said, rise up and walk. Same result. You know what? He saw it. 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 And he understood. No man taketh this honor unto himself. You don't walk on water by yourself. Even though it is possible, you must be called. The only thing you cannot do, sir, is what he did not call you to do. Peter understood, if he called me to build the largest church in this city, I will build it. Because everything needed to build it is in come. Come. Once he calls you, you can keep calling him and keep shouting his name as long as you want. It's okay. But keep shouting. Son of David! Son of David! Son of David! The Bible says Jesus stopped. And he turned back. And he said, that man, do you know that is not even what fascinated me. What fascinated me is the messenger. They went to the guy. They said, you can cheer up. Why? He called it the da. You see, he cannot call you for nothing. I want you to stand to your feet in the house. Matayabahash. There is a call of God on your life. There is a call of God on your life. There are gigantic things that God has displayed in front of you. There are terrible things in righteousness. Some of them God showed you in a vision. He challenged your spirit, man. You can rise above this. You can do this. You can operate like this. In the realm of the spirit. If I can use this man, I can use you. There is no difference between flesh and flesh. Now there is no demarcation between Jew and Gentile, bond or free, male or female. We are all containers. If you can see him do this, you can do it. I want you to begin to call forth your heart. Before the Lord, say, bid me come, Lord. Bid me come, Lord. I have seen you raise the dead. Bid me come, Lord. I have seen you heal the sick. Bid me, 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 me too. Bid me come, Lord. I have seen you do great things. Bid me come, Lord. Malabo, shatekebo, shatayababa. Let's 
Listen to me. Listen to me. Listen to me. Listen. 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 When you read on the news, the pastor Paul and Neje dedicated a hundred thousand seater auditorium. That was Jesus displaying beside you. The response he is looking for, if it is you, me too. One thing is that as long as it is you, it means if you can do it there, you can also do it here. You are not limited by geography, you are not limited by denomination. You are not limited by skin color. You are not limited by sex. If it is you, Lord, bid me come. Listen, listen, listen. You will never step into the things that have not interested you. And all, listen, listen. And all God does is to attract your desire. He sets up a burning bush, sir. He will have said, Moses, he wants you to be attracted. He wants you to see it and like it and move towards it and say, Lord, did you do this? Then here am I. Bid me come, Lord. 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 I want to walk on water. I want to live above iniquity. I want to stand on top of masturbation and live beyond it. Bid me come, Lord. 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 Listen. In Jesus' name. You see, when we finish this meeting, you will find one corner. We are at different levels. I hope you know we are at different levels. Some people are looking for the crumbs. Some of us are looking for the bread machine. Because we have many people to serve crumbs. Do you understand what I'm saying? John chapter 5, verse 25. Can, let me show you. Let me read it for you. 
The Bible says, Then shall hear the voice of the Son of God. And they that hear shall live. Listen! 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 He does not just call the living. Even when he calls the dead. A dead man of four days that Jesus called. You cannot be deader than Lazarus. Lazarus! If your spiritual life is dead now, cold, dry, I see a hand. I see a hand coming to pull you. Lazarus! Lazarus! You used to be alive. Lazarus! Lazarus! Come forth! Lazarus! 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 Come forth! Is your ministry dead? Or dying? Jesus is calling your ministry. Listen, he does not just speak to persons, he speaks to the dead, he speaks to what they call non living things, he speaks to trees, he speaks to dead wombs. Is a call. The only thing I cannot do is what you have not called me. Even to a level of glory in God. The Bible says, Blessed is the man whom thou causes to approach. Even in God, you have to be drawn, you have to be called. You don't enter the only Except you are called. May the Lord call your name. May the, your destiny is calling your name this afternoon. I only open for a pray for an opening of your ears. Because the dead that here shall every dead, every dead, every dead spiritual gift, every dead anointing. Every dead grace, hear the voice of the Lord. Jesus calls you in the name of Jesus. Malabaho Shatayababa.
I want to pray. I want to pray for somebody. To a higher level of revelation. Come up with that. And I will show you things. He said, come up here. The Bible says in Revelations that they came and their enemies beheld them. Heights in God. Hear the voice of God. Come up. He said to Moses, come up. Come up. Come up. I speak to your spirit man. This afternoon. Come up. Last call. Listen. Dead businesses, dead spiritual lives, dead things. Come up here. Just walk up to the front here. You, you want to give your life to Christ? You found out that you are, not, you are not in the line of faith again. You used to be alive. You used to be on point. You used to be alive like Lazarus. But something's happened and you died. Or your business used to be alive and it died. Come up here. Walk up to the front wherever you are. You know you are not in connection again. As you were supposed to be. We are not wasting time. I'm not begging you. You know that you, are, you have a name. That you are alive but you are dead. You are no longer with God, even though you are in the choir. Even though you are in the ministry, but you touch some live wires. And like Nadab and you went to do some things that God did not call you. And you died. Resurrection. Anyone here in need of resurrection at any level, take a step of faith. Come up here. In the name of Jesus. Your marriage is dead. All you need is the voice of God. The Bible says that dead that here shall live. Are you about to go on a divorce? Are things crumbling right now? In the name of Jesus, I speak life. I want you to step out your hands to everybody in my front here. Just say, I speak life. Pastors, help me to lay hands. As much as God grants you the grace, help me to lay hands. All the pastors in the house here, please help me. Life. Just say, I speak life. You don't know who you are praying for. You don't know what is happening. The power of God used to be on your life. Receive life. Let the power germinate again. Let the grace return. Every grace that has rotten, receive life in the name of Jesus. Jesus is calling you again. We speak life. We speak life. We speak life. In Jesus' name.